So I'm here with Mark Farmer, who's the founder of Cast Consultancy, and Russell Pedley from Asale Architecture. And we're talking about life cycle costing and, and modernizing how we design and, and build buildings. And, and modernize or die has been tattooed on Mark's chest for the last couple of years. He's been on a world tour talking about this following launch of the Farmer Review about 18 months ago, which, which called on the construction industry to modernize or face extinction. And and obviously, Mark Farmer, there's lots of technology that's evolving and lots of new platforms that, that everyone's banging on about on all sorts of platforms. And what, what fundamentally do, do you think will, will make a difference for the investment community, for, for people that are building stuff and, and who care about the life cycle of those assets? I think the biggest challenge that the, not just the construction industry, but the real estate industry has is to ensure that digitalization and the use of technology is an end-to-end process so you hear a lot at the moment about digital design and BIM which is a term building information modeling that's used a lot I think is misused in many respects so BIM is not a piece of software it's not a 3D model it's a process it's a it's all about um, a a system of of an, an approach to design, procurement, constructs, and building operations. It's about common data. It's about workflow management. It's about collaboration. But what I see at the moment in the industry is a lot of focus on design-led digital technologies and then a lot of focus, increasing focus, on the back end, which is buildings and operation. So your point about life cycle, understanding how buildings perform, understanding how you build an asset inventory that you can then um, uh, use to manage and maintain your buildings. The bit for me that is missing, and it's my bugbear when it comes to digital technologies and construction, is the digitalization of the physical construction process on site. So at the moment, you have digital designs being delivered by architects and engineers that are handed to contractors that then it becomes an analog process on so we site. do the we do the start and we do the end but we don't do the middle exactly right and i think the bit in the middle is where the waste is it's where the risk is around poor outcomes so you can design and clash detect and coordinate a design to death front end and you can actually measure what you've or you record what you've ended up with but the process in between for me is the most important aspect and you know the whole more important to- than what russell does no, no, I think it's ultimately it has to start with a design. So what Russell does is absolutely the start point. But my point is it needs to be a continuum. It can't be digitally led at the front end and then become an analogue construction process where people are just draw, um, building off drawings and with tape measures. And you know you, what you see on site at the moment is not a digitalised process, which is why I bang on a lot and why Modernise or Die is so heavily focused on pre-manufacturing. Because the more you can manufacture off site using digital technologies, the less you're prone to what is still an analogue site-based process. You're, you're moving more towards digital manufacturing. Because you can crunch a design into a computer and it will spit you out exactly something to the millimetre of what you've asked exactly for. Exactly right. And Russell Pedley, is that, <clears throat> do, do, you, do, you, do you see the same stuff that Mark Farmer sees in terms of lots of analogue brickies getting it wrong when you've designed really perfect, the wall ring design buildings? Is that... Yes, yeah, spot on, actually. Um, we don't do uh, drawings anymore. We're digital modellers. Um, what does that mean? A bit like, like we, Kate Moss? We, yeah. <laughs> Kate, Kate Moss no, and no, Top no. Shop. We, we effectively, um, every project that goes in through our office come, goes through uh, a, a digital modelling process. And it's that model that generates the analogue drawings, which... Uh, 
which um, um, Mark is referring to, uh, which are used to construct the building. And clearly that, that it seems archaic. And there must be a better way of transferring from digital model to construction, computer-aided manufacturing process. It's beginning to happen in cladding systems. Architects are drawing out and that information is going into the production of cladding systems, and it's happening also in off-site volumetric construction. Is that so modular buildings. Modular buildings, so that, that's happening. But, I, I, you know, it's definitely, in my view, we, pre we virtually build the building virtually in a computer system, and we even plan how to build the building in a computer system. But what happens when the building's finished? All that information is lost. Um, and so the FM side of it, I think, has still got a huge way to go. So how do you link them up then? So I mean, it's, it's a fair point because you, know, you guys have been working with companies such as Granger and, and Legal in general on their build-to-rent portfolio. How, how will institutional investors, people that are holding stuff for the long term, benefit from linking up the, the, the start, the middle and the end. What what's the what needs to happen? Because I mean you, you know you guys work with BIM and, and you know it's something you've employed. Yeah, I mean uh, from from our perspective, um, we produce this model, but I don't I'm not aware that there is a common platform for FM managers to interrogate that model. It ought to be, for example, the model should be telling the people that are running the building that this is going to wear out, that's going to break, book this, etc. etc. I'm not sure any of that ever happens. Mark Farmer, that's the same presumably on the construction side in that there isn't, as you've described, there isn't a, a, anything at all, let alone a single common code. Um, yeah, it's a, the whole issue about common data environments and uh, interoperability of different software systems remains a big issue and it remains a blocker in some respects. The biggest blocker though is to be quite frank, many of the people that build the buildings on construction sites are SMEs and are not absolutely engaged with the digital agenda so you've got big businesses maybe at the front end involved in um, digital design actually you know, even procurement to an extent but then the main contractor might engage with a digital agenda but then when he subcontracts it down to the tradesmen whether they be bricklayers or carpenters or plasterers they're, they're reverting to an analog process and actually just become the digital agenda becomes irrelevant what i see and I'm hopeful that we, we, we'll see this in the next three or four years, is that actually the digital technologies will become more and more accessible to everyone on a construction site. And the means by which I think that's going to happen will be through things like augmented reality. So the, the ability to, for a construction worker on a site, a tradesman, um, who might be a two-man band, he might be a hundred-person business, but ultimately, as soon as you start using things like Microsoft HoloLens and you're projecting 3D models into people's um, uh, vision in front of them on a, at the construction workforce, Phase, you change the game and that there's big research going on at the moment in that arena in the UK and some world-leading stuff where some of the processes that are currently used in aerospace and automotive manufacturing could soon be coming to construction I think that will really open up the ability to digitally assure the construction process and it will also have an impact in FM so I can see facilities managers and building managers looking after plant equipment replacement of you know, of spares of, of different things in the buildings being informed by using AR um, in their day-to-day -day activities and being, being um, uh, alerted to when things need to be replaced, the status of, of various bits of the building, etc. So everyone walking around with headsets on a bit like Robocop. 
checking. Yeah, when not not so much everywhere in the building. It will be certain specific places like plant rooms where you know you you've got major plant um, plant and machinery. You put on a Microsoft Hololens headset and it will show you in real world the status of each bit of equipment when it's um, if it's operating correctly or not, and that will all be driven off a three D digital model and uh, an asset inventory. So, I mean, it sounds like the holy grail, I suppose, for for investors. I mean, how workable, Russell Pedley, is that at a design stage? Because clearly, if an investor's coming to you saying, design me a building, they want to know how long all of the, the stuff that you've given them to build it with is going to last. At, at, at what point and what systems would enable you to do that in a way that, that I, I suppose, is, is smart enough and correct enough for people to be able to take the right decisions based on it? Yeah, it's difficult to explain in this slot, but if you can imagine, we're always placing products into the building, and those products will have inherently tagged to it all its lifetime information. So you mean like tiles on a wall? or Yes, so as we place a tile, it's got all its data, it knows how long it's going to last, or not a tile as such, that'll last quite a while, but say something with moving parts or requires servicing, and so all that information could be collected together. And, 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 and crucially then, I suppose it's about having that info up front in the right system. Yeah. How, how, do you then, how do you gather that? Because, I mean, presumably you're not going to necessarily have a microscopic knowledge of every single bit of a building. How, how does that then get, get pulled together? How, how does the... Uh, well, there are, there are, there are, there are uh, data platforms, IFC and Kobe. You know, there's, there are certain platforms that are used to transfer this information um, so they, they already exist, but it's back to what Mark said. It's, it's about people wanting to actually use it. Um, and, and, that, and that's a good point, isn't it, Mark Farmer, that, that, that there has to be a client will for, for people to be able to access and, and use these sorts of systems. How, how do you get to that point where people are making the right decisions? I think clients, you're right, clients need to be um, pulling the requirement from industry at the moment if you just rely on industry to push a different solution and the client's not behind it or doesn't see the benefit and I think we're really going to struggle to engender change I think where clients see the benefit of uh, using digital technology particularly those clients that are involved in retaining the asset at the end of, of the construction phase then I think you see good things happening I think developer trader clients if you like who are building and then moving on and don't have a long-term interest in the completed asset are less inclined to be pushing digital technologies as part of their brief and I think they also there's an incumbent duty on client advisors project managers architects surveyors whoever's involved in that process to be advising their clients correctly around what the benefits are of, of appropriate digital technology and, and one final word then from Russell Pedley in, in you know, given what what Mark said at what point are people going to make that decision do you think because obviously some of this stuff is going to require more upfront costs, but but as you both agreed, there's quite a potential to make savings down the line, and, and ultimately, where things are owned by pension funds, that's clearly good for for Joe Public. Yeah, I think it's those uh, single owner, single operator investor clients that will see the benefit because they're actually going to manage the property at the end of the day. So um, this is where you can learn from. Uh, previous schemes and, and use that uh, information to help improve the next design and so forth and so forth. That's why I think there's huge opportunities to improving the quality of the construction. So let's hope everybody modernises then rather than exactly. dying off as, as Mr Farmer has eloquently told us many times. Great stuff. Well, thank you very much, Mark Farmer from Cast and Russell Pedley from Asale.